0: I'm Joyce, the pack leader here at 99Walks, and each week, I have the unique pleasure of walking and talking with an incredible person who shares their tactical tips, advice, and a bit of their personal journey in this unique format. No, it's not a super polished, professionally produced podcast. It's just a conversation between two people while they are walking that you get to be a part of. So lace up your sneakers and head out the door with us. Hey everyone, Joyce here. Thank you for joining us for today's Walk & Talk where our guest is Chris Poirier, Poirier, Poirier Kim, also known as CPK across all the social channels. Chris was adopted at five months old from Seoul, South Korea. Oh, my gosh, I don't have words today. I warned everybody it's a Friday for me, South Korea. And he has spent <laughs> more than a decade in the fitness industry as a performance trainer for various athletes he is on-camera talent a media personality a content developer and a very sought off after speaker uh, apparently when chris is not working or working out you can often find him volunteering hanging with friends uh, Cat sitting, which is what he is doing right now, or checking out a new wine or restaurant. So we're going to talk about all of the things. Chris, welcome and thanks for being here today.
1: No, thank you so much, Joyce, for having
0: me. My pleasure. So your your story, as far as how you came to this world of fitness and the intersection between fitness, wellness, mindset, and content creation, is so interesting. Can you just share with us kind of what that journey's been like?
1: Sure. So, yeah, there's been a lot, I guess you could say, over the years that, you know, has gotten me to this point. And the origins of it actually was way back when I was just a child. And now I would be lying if I said, like, like many people didn't experience, you know, different situations between bullying and um, and uh, I'd say obstacles that made me view my body in a certain light that I didn't necessarily uh, always uh, align with. But the very first I'd say experience I had when it comes to fitness was actually incredibly positive because I was probably about six years old and I vividly remember seeing my sister who's 10 years older than me working out to some old school like workout actually this time would have been like workout vhs tapes (laughs) Uh, and i I remember and i remember seeing all these people on screen or on tv and they were having so much fun exercising and they were like laughing and having such a good time and i remember looking at these people and thinking to myself wow that looks so fun i would love to be able to do that someday (laughs)
0: And you know, that's I mean, really, yeah, yeah it's go. so amazing that it's so you sort of positive and fun. And I'm totally just going to interrupt yeah. you right here, right? Because one of the, I think one of the things that you and I share is kind of this view that we want to get off on the soapbox and remind everybody that physical activity can be fun, right? Like when did it become a chore?
1: 100%. Oh, 100%. I mean, I think that that right there being the kind of source of, my entire you know foundation of of fitness and how it started is exactly what you just said there like i can't do anything fitness related if i feel like i'm not having fun doing it like i genuinely like to exercise like it's fun for me i don't look at it as a chore uh whether it's sports whether it's going to the gym going for a run um yeah it's all it's all play if you will
0: And so, Chris, like, what do you say to people who tell you, because I'm sure you've heard it so many times, that kind of look at you confused when you say exercise and physical activity is fun, right? What do you say to people who say, like, that is not fun for me? You know, good for you, dude, but that is not fun for me.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think everybody, from my experience, from my experience, it's – Everyone has something that they like to do, they may just, or ha, rather have fun doing, they may have just not experienced it yet or have been introduced to it yet. Where most people that I've found when it comes to exercise, let's say for better, and in this case for worse, think of exercise as just weights in a gym. And that's true to some degree, it's true for many people, but exercise can be anything that really just gets your body moving. It could be going for a hike, it could be, like I said, going for going for a run in nature, even just going for a walk, like I'm sure, I'm sure some people are listening to this now. There's so many other activities that involve, or that could be looked at as exercise, where I think if people spend more time trying to maybe experiment, you know, and, and try and figure out like, what do they enjoy doing? then they'd be surprised on what they would find out.
0: So you and I are totally aligned on this because something I say all the time is that when people say to me, I hate exercise, my typical response is, well, have you tried everything?
1: (laughs) Yeah, like even dancing, Zumba. I know so many people that love Zumba, cycling. Um, There's so many things you can do in terms of physical activity.
0: Swimming, yeah, you know, it's, it's so many endless. people find that yeah. like swimming feels good on the body, and walking, which you know, I believe is an under undervalued, tremendously powerful fitness modality.
1: Sure, no, I agree. I mean, there's so many people I've seen at the gym just they're just walking on a treadmill at an incline, and and that's fine. Like whatever gets someone moving, I think oftentimes you know people think too much about what someone else is doing for their fitness and that doesn't necessarily apply to you as an individual.
0: Compare and despair, right? The compare and despair culture.
1: 100%, yeah, I love that. I'm stealing that. So, also, you know, Joseph,
0: I'm <laughs> <despair>. <laughs> yes, we are living in compare and despair culture. Though so I have to say one of the things that like I'm trying to push back against a little bit out in the world and not not obviously just with you, but with everybody is when you say like they're just walking. Right. Mm. Like we qualify. We have a tendency to qualify walking as it's just walking. You know, and it's not just mm-hmm. walking. It's it's. Moving your body, walking an incline is, you know, I mean, you and I could geek out on all the muscles that are activated and all the things that are going and all that, you know. So, even that, right? Like, it's all good. We just have to be constantly telling people it's all good.
1: Yeah, I think it's everyone's on their own. I I use this phrase a lot when discussing certain things where everyone's on their own timeline. So, when it comes to walking if that's what someone feels like they can they can do the best right now for themselves there's nothing wrong with that it's like the the worst it's like Newton, newton's law first law right object of motion stays in motion well walking totally. gets you in motion and so exactly at least you're not sitting down or or anything and you can and you're getting activity in you're getting your body moving you're getting blood flow circulation Walking is the beginning of really all things we would do for movement in general, and so starting with that is a really great place and and small like small wins, like being able to do something like walking every day, maybe it can lead to something bigger, but being able to do that, that's something that can build consistently for so many people.
0: For for sure. So you recently appeared as a guest instructor for Jetty Fitness. So thank you for that. Uh, your you. classes no, are you amazing. For, thank um, you for having and, me. And and we and we gave you really some pretty broad options of kind of what you wanted to focus on. And you chose to really focus your classes on mobility. Um and I'd love to talk a little bit about why and what we mean by Mobility, and why it's important, sure,
1: so I chose mobility primarily because number one, when it comes to some of the workups that were that were on there, I felt like it was a good it would seamlessly fit in to some of the other ones that had been had been featured and that you guys uh have on the app, and then I was thinking about excuse me i was thinking about well what is something that you know similar to walking what are some workouts that somebody can do with just the poles that are going to be really effective and very time efficient as well and that kind of brought me to doing mobility workouts where mobility oftentimes can it sounds like a very broad term flexibility can be used inter- in can't has been used interchangeably with that let me say what mobility in totality is really just like strength through flexibility if that makes sense where your mobility is basically your range of motion uh through all different planes meaning like in front of you to the side uh twisting and rotating and your strength through those different ranges of your body's motion so flexibility can also be uh put in that as well and i feel like they're great type of workouts for people to do because most when it comes to movement are used to only working in what's called the sagittal plane of motion meaning forward and back or forward and behind totally me yeah but (laughs) it's it's many of us even myself included i I fall into that uh, within my within my own workouts but with mobility Uh, And these mobility workouts, I chose them because now we're able to expand into uh, different planes of motion, which in terms of sagittal, that's front and back. There is um, frontal plane of motion, which is left and right, side to side, lateral movement. And then there's transverse, which is more rotational uh, movements as well. And so I figured that that would be a really great complement to a lot that's already on there and a good introduction to a lot of these uh, movements for a lot of the members.
0: Which are absolutely mission critical. So I'm totally going to put you on the spot. And if, sure. if you can't sort of pull this out of your brain in 10 seconds, for I sure. totally get it. But for people who are out just walking, right? So no jetty poles, yeah. no nothing. You're just out walking. What are a couple of ways to add some lateral and multi-plane movements? Is it possible?
1: Yeah, so when you're if you're just walking, I think it would depend on where you're walking. Number number one, because you could even just simply kind of start twisting a little bit in your in your core and your torso, if you wanted to, uh, in terms of rotate. I don't know if you've ever seen. Um, have you ever seen speed walking, or in the Olympics the, the Olympic walking that they race do like, where their body race walking race walking? If you, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry
0: yeah that's the
1: name um you see how they're they're really shifting their arms and and rotating a lot more powerfully now that's i wouldn't necessarily recommend doing that but you can see how even just in a regular walking motion they're able to start moving their core um in their center of mass in a way where it's starting to shift and it's not just moving um straight forward and so that could be one. That could be one way. Starting adding in like little little micro movements here and there like that. Um, depending on where you're walking, you could, this this may sound funny, but this is something that I do with people that I train, even, and even myself. Start doing lateral walking movements as well, where it could be stepping just side to side as you're walking. So instead of walking straight forward, you're more sidestepping now, moving to the side and alternating side to side. This will actually definitely get your heart rate up uh, because it's completely uh, different for people that haven't uh, or that aren't used to doing these type of movements as well So you could start doing more side to side movement. Uh, You can alternate uh, stepping through and crossing, kind of more crossing your legs. That's gonna be a little bit more complicated. And so I would probably start more side walking motions Uh, if if you will doing that i think marching is a really great way as well to start adding in some more dynamic type of movements uh because then you can bring your legs from the from high from the outside more in more circular motions as well as you're moving um yeah so those are probably some really quick ones to start like sidewalking adding in like different marching type of movements driving the knee up bringing it in, circling the knee around as you're walking um, forward. You can even do it back if you feel comfortable enough,
0: <laughs>
1: walking walking backwards if you're in a nice uh, clear path as well. And that's something I know that may sound strange, but I promise I can actually completely back up why that would be um, healthy to do. Maybe not the entire time, but you know, for periods of time, um, being able to do that.
0: So for anybody who is out walking as they're listening, which is probably many of our community, take a moment on this walk. And the simplest of the the couple of simplest that Chris just suggested off the total top of his head, because I didn't Mm -hmm. ask him to prepare for this conversation, Mm -hmm. um, is turn sideways and just walk out and in sideways. And I think you're going to be so surprised at how quickly that feels challenging. And then when you return to that forward plane, do a little marching, bring a little bit more height and uh, dynamic movement into your walk. And it's just watch things fire up. Um, And I don't know, maybe it's weird that I get excited about that stuff, but.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm with you, I'm with you. I'm such a fitness and exercise junkie that even to the smallest like minutiae of, of movement i get i get so excited about
0: <laughs> <laughs> me too so um, you had spoken in a recent post around the difference between what you refer to as maintenance days versus development days and interesting i i have that in my in my life and in my personal fitness routine and i've never sort of Labeled them in that way, but I appreciate now what feels like having a way to classify those days. Like for me, when I'm traveling, I know that travel days, especially if I'm in a hotel or I'm in a like, all I want to do is try to maintain what I'm at. I'm not trying to accomplish anything physically. So, Mm -hmm. can you explain a little bit what you mean between that difference between maintenance and development days?
1: A hundred percent, and and I'll, I'll throw in a bonus day uh, here here as well. So so the three so this that that gets into this gets into one of my favorite ways to talk about exercise and training because I have an athletic background and I and I work with athletes. But anything that works with athletes works for anybody, if that makes sense. Because athletes are are, are people that are just doing exercise at a A more advanced level but a lot of the concepts can apply to everybody and this is this is one of those in terms of having maintenance developmental and and recovery days maintenance days would be i would refer to days as you're not looking to set any records you're not looking to move mountains you still feel like you want to go exercise but you may not feel like you're going to be a world beater that day and that's okay because most days truthfully are going to be maintenance days i don't know anybody that wakes up every single day and feels the exact same they did the day before if you do please refer me to them i would love to know how they're able to regulate their energy like that um but i don't know know, anyone that ever feels the same every day to day. yeah
0: Right, can I jump in? And I, I do want to get back to sure. these three days for sure. But one thing that I'm always encouraging people to talk about, especially people who work with athletes performing at a high level, is to disabuse the general public from any idea that professional athletes or people working at the highest level do get up every day and feeling like they. Just can't wait to get in the gym, and they they love every moment of it. It's just not so like it's hard for everybody.
1: oh a hundred percent, a hundred percent. As much as I love and like like exercise, like like it's fun for me. I'd be lying if I said it's fun all the time. Like no, there's plenty of people right. I don't actually like do like like to go, um, and move my body because and, and most of the time it's more like mental. I just just don't exactly. feel like it. It happen. It right.
0: happens. I mean everybody. I think we are we are wired as human beings. I think we would rather eat on the sit on the couch and eat bonbons, right? Because we're wired yeah. to want to conserve energy. So it's
1: oh, challenging we are wired to get mo-
0: Yeah. <laughs> um anyway, okay, so the three days. So we have yep. maintenance yep. days. And, so that's where you started.
1: Yep, so yep. And then with maintenance days, you're just looking for activity. You're looking for consistency. That's what that's what those are, and you're looking for stimulation. And for days like this, you'll feel good after because it because it's all about the habit. Maintenance days are all about the habit. Recu- uh, excuse me. Uh, developmental days, on the other hand, those are days where you are feeling fantastic. You feel like you can go climb Mount Everest and then come down and then swim across the field some across the Atlantic Ocean or Pacific, wherever, whatever oceans closest to you, you feel like you can do as as much as possible. And so those days are called developmental days because then those are ones that you can really start to experiment more uh, and and push yourself to limits, whether it's trying something new. If you like to use weights, it could be trying to go for trying to use heavier weights than you have before. It could be trying to run a further distance than you've ran before in this case for many listening, walk a further distance than you've walked before. Let's say a maintenance day for someone would be walking a certain distance let's say in your in your neighborhood several times. Well, maybe a developmental day could be walk a little walk a little further, maybe another half mile uh, half mile or so or extra mile or however you track it with steps, go a few more thousand steps could be a developmental day but those are days that you're really looking to push your body uh, more so than you typically would would. and then recovery days these are days where unlike the unlike the other two these are more for like rest it could be relaxation it could be a little bit more active maybe you still do want to go for a little walk but it's not nearly as far as a, as a maintenance day would be it could be doing some like stretching or, or mobility work um from some of the stuff and some of the workouts in the app but recovery days are meant more to just kind of recharge your body recharge your mind um, so those aren't even nearly as stressful as as the other ones but those those days maintenance developmental and recovery are how i typically like to explain uh exercise days
0: and for Average typical people, mm-hmm. do you have a, a cadence? How many of each days per week, or does it really well, not play out that way, or is it individual that, for everybody?
1: So that's a, I, I love that. That's a great question. It is individual for people. If I were to say a blanket way, I would recommend that would be two maintenance days. Uh, two to three maintenance days, one to two developmental days, and then one recovery day. I so, prob I probably wouldn't do de- two developmental days back to back though, right because that's just a lot of extra stress that you're that you'd be putting on your body two days in a row.
0: I kind of want two recovery days. Can I have two recovery? days? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. See, this is where it's all it's, it's all it's
1: it all depends on the, it all depends on the person. Everyone has different routines. Everyone has different access and and, and resources to places they would go or equipment and things that they would use. And so, it really just depends on the, on the person. Two recovery days is fine. If I'm thinking, if I'm looking at this in terms of um you know if i were to check off exercise days for myself 3 to 4 exercise days
0: perfect you know and do you for, typically for recommend putting a recovery day after a development day
1: yeah if if, <laughs> po- if possible if possible i would do that just because it's going to you <laughs> you probably be more apt to feel like you want the recovery Um,
0: date after that. (laughs) Um, And I wonder how, for example,
1: this is my recovery day. I had a hard hard day yesterday. So this is my day. I'm just going (laughs) to kind of take it easy.
0: uh, And does age factor into this at all? Uh, One of the things that I've really learned about myself as I've gotten older is I can still do most of the things that I've always done and always want and love to do but it does seem to take me a little bit longer to recover from things and that's not even just physical things that's all of the output
1: well I think so I like that you brought this up because age is one of those taboo subjects that many don't necessarily like to you know confront and address but it is it does play a role. To a degree, in terms of our activity and our recovery, what I would say is mostly from the standpoint of, for example, I'm I'm 33, and some could look at that as young. There's many that could look at that as as a little older, um, depending on who you're talking to. I would I no longer am try, going to try and do something that 23 year old me would try and do. Mm. If that makes sense. And so I push myself. Are you okay with that? Forty three, and oh, and I'm and I'm perfectly fine with that because at forty three, I don't even I don't want to try and push myself to necessarily do what thirty three year old Chris would do, let alone twenty three year old, because I you know I found that many people become so I'd say attached to who they were and used to be, especially when it comes to like their body and exercise, but. That type of attachment doesn't allow someone to really appreciate the person that they are now and and can be and grow into be.
0: There's so much kind of personal growth. You know, you alluded to it earlier as when we were chatting a little bit about getting yourself moving and fighting against the urge to sit on the couch, which we all have. And you said so much of it, or maybe you said all of it is mental. Uh, And I I want to touch on that, right? Because people look at a guy like you and you have admitted that you love to move your body. You love exercise, or at least you like it. You enjoy it. It's fun for you. Um, How much of the game is mental and how close is that connection between physical activity and your mental state and wellness and all the things.
1: Well, I'll say I don't know anyone that's ever done any type of exercise consistently, and after they were done exercising, felt worse.
0: <laughs>
1: and so I think that's a good place to, to start. And and again, that that's anything. That's not that's that's different types of exercise for different people. It could be. Again, going for a run, could be going to dance, going to swim, going to lift weights, whatever whatever it is. When someone goes to exercise, someone doesn't even have to take my word for my word for it. I don't know anyone that's ever felt worse. Right? I mean, maybe for you, I don't know how many times if you can think off off the top of your head, how many times have you have felt worse going for a walk as opposed to not going for a walk, I would be willing to bet you've usually felt better after you've gone of course. for a walk. Of course. Yeah, and and the same in this respect, at least for myself, applies to you know the mental aspect of everything. Knowing that it's only a net positive for me going to do it. Even on days as much as I don't want to go do anything, the bare minimum is enough for me to be able to come out of it. Like for example, for me, the bare minimum would be going even just for a jog. For someone like myself, but if I can just do that, guess what, Joyce? I feel fantastic after knowing that. Okay, cool. I checked off that box today because not if, people like to talk about. You know, you should always give a hundred percent, but some days that hundred percent mm. may look different depending on how you're feeling. So the hundred percent that you gave day to day is going is going to shift based off what that day has given you or progressed as and so 100% one day may look like a jog 100% one day may look like working out for an hour 100% one day may look like just getting up and doing stretching for 10 minutes because of how things have shaken out that day it's all what i would like to say is just it's a commitment to yourself though
0: at the end of the day
1: nobody else i love right because nobody nobody else has any necessarily or should have any influence on how you um, perceive yourself
0: it all kind of ties together right because you're out there advocating for this idea that every day your physical activity is can look different and should look different not even can it should look different and a hundred percent yes we should give it a hundred percent but 100% doesn't mean that that day has to be a record breaker for you. 100% is just showing up as best you can that day in that moment.
1: Oh, uh, absolutely. Can I, Do you mind if I give you a, a very uh, personal but um, relevant example here?
0: Absolutely, please.
1: So this past week, um but this, I'll just switch up the energy here real quick, but I promise I'll bring it back up. Um this past week unfortunately I went to a funeral of a very good friend of mine.
0: No, I'm sorry. Um
1: who had tragically passed. And it's 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 okay. I mean it's one of those uh, unfortunate realities of just kind of, of the world <laughs> that that happens sometimes. And that was when the services were Monday and Tuesday. Well, as one could probably imagine, Monday and, Monday and Tuesday, and really for most of the week, I was not, I've not been feeling too hot, um, especially like mentally. And let's see if that was Monday, Tuesday. Um, Monday and then Wednesday, I really just went for a jog, which turned into a walk. Like, it really wasn't too much. <laughs> I just was trying to get my body moving because I've been thinking about this all week. And I know I'll be thinking about it for a very long time. Um, but was I, was I did I feel like I, you know, that I was in the right headspace to go, you know, try and set any records? Absolutely not. Of course not. But at the same time, I knew that regardless of what I'm doing, this is going to be on my mind. And it's never not going to be on my mind at least for the for the short term and so i really tried to commit at least to well what's the bare minimum that i feel like i can do um for at least a half an hour uh as it not even not trying to be perfect or anything like what's the bare minimum i can do for my body at least for a half an hour to try and you know help boost my my energy a little bit and so just been working through that for the for the entire week, but each time I you know finished a little workout here, finished a little workout there, through the week, at least from that aspect, I felt that's boosted my mood a, a little bit, just from the standpoint of okay great like at least I got I got I got that done because it'd be very easy the and it would be the worst thing though very easy for me just to kind of hold myself up
0: uh, in my room. Uh,
1: you know, away from people. And that's what I know that's the absolute worst thing I could do. So I'm literally forcing myself to do all those things. Because I know like once, again, Newton's Law, once my body's in motion doing it, even though mentally I may feel like in another, you know, another space, um, it's helping kind of with the the coping process, um, being able to get my energy out in a manner that is only a net positive for me as my, you know, I'm trying to clear up. Um, you know, my mental space.
0: We just, today, I think it's today, uh, posted a blog post written by a guest author all around walking through grief. And I actually have some, some research and I've interviewed a bunch of people about why and how it is that walking through grief can be really helpful and powerful and help us process things. So, uh, your story is not that unusual. It's just, it goes to something that I often say, which is when you need it most, you often feel like it the least, right? Because it's not what you feel like doing 100%. when you're in the throes of grief. I
1: love that you just said that, yeah.
0: Yes. Uh, Chris, if Absolutely. people want to find you out in the world, uh, you put a lot of good uh, energy and content out on your social channels. Uh, where is the best place for people to find you?
1: Yeah, so it would just be on my social media. Um, Instagram is probably one of the easiest ways. And my, my name is the easiest way to kind of contact me, Chris Corey or Tim. Uh, makes it easy that all my social handles are just my name.
0: <laughs> Perfect. Well, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for being part of the 99 Walks and the Jetty family. And hopefully we will talk again soon.
1: Yeah, no, thank you so much for having me, Joyce, and for everyone in the Jetty Fit family and and network. Thank you to everybody.
0: Thank you for joining us for today's Walk & Talk. Catch new episodes featuring inspiring guests every week in all the places podcasts live. Until then, I wish you happy trails.